Welcome back to the 24 podcast, the unofficial podcast for Fox's award-winning show 24. And uh, this is Josh back again. We got Mark with us today. Hey, hey, yay. Welcome back, Mark. How's it going? Happy to be here. Happy to be back with you, Josh. Yes. It's a hangout with Jack last week. That was fun. First time Jack and I had ever actually talked, just the two of us. Yeah, I I realized that. Two of us. Uh-huh. You and I. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh. This is not Dancing with the Stars or American no. Idol. So you, this is 24. So you think you can sing. <laughs> um, so we are, we're a quarter of the way done. No, a third of the way done. Oh. Yeah. That's depressing. Let's not talk about that. Makes it is. Like but it. at the same time, we still got eight episodes. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot that they can pack into eight episodes. Right, that's true. And so, still looking forward to that. So that as long as they don't have uh, any other double episodes, it's still two months to be right. able to look forward to. And so, let's uh, can let's let's start talking about. We had a there was a little conversation on Twitter um, between Joel, a co-host of ours, and Cody um, about viewership. So, can we talk? Can we talk about that for a second? I think that bears discussing. Yeah, I can't remember who initiated the conversation. I. I think I want to say it was Joel, but it could be right. some conversation about whether we were going to find out if there's going to be another season or something. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so Joel mentioned the fact that or one of them mentioned the fact that the um, viewership was was not as high as some of the other shows that um, air at the same time, I believe, okay. like on other networks. Cause I guess that's one of the things that they look at. Um, so right. look at that eight o'clock time slot or whenever it airs in your particular region and see what, um, how it compares to the other shows that are airing at that time. Right. And so, um, and so I guess like dancing with the stars or something like that was, um, raking higher than 24. And Mm -hmm. so, but, um, but I mean, uh, then, then Joel mentioned the fact that the stats for now, were about the same as they were in season eight. Yeah, he's. Um, I, I'm looking at it right now. Joel's a little bit off on that. <laughs> they are lower. Um, I'm, I'm looking at season eight. Season eight premiere was eleven and a half million. Um, and then throughout the season, it drops to between eight and a half to about ten. Kind of goes back and forth. The lowest it goes, they actually there's actually what happened that. Day 8, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., episode 15 was, like, super low for some reason. It was, like, 6.2 million. Um, So I don't know what happened there. But anyways, you get to the end of the season, and season finale of season 8 was 9.3. But if you go to 24 Living of the Day, the highest we've been is 8.08 million. So we're still down a little bit. Um, I wonder how much of that is, even with all the marketing and everything, a lot of people I don't know are really back in the swing of 24. Does that make sense? I wonder if it's going to kind of, it's dropped over the four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of wonder how much of that is just people aren't in the habit of watching 24. You know, it's been four years. I mean, right. that's, I mean, you know, you, you have to rebuild your base in a lot of ways. I mean, there's, you know, quite a few like us that, you know, we're super excited for it to come back and, and we're the, the serious fans. But I mean, I think viewers, you know, change what they watch and what they're, you know, what they um, are dedicated to uh, very quickly. 
you know, they find something to replace it, basically. Yeah. Um, so you have that. Um, Josh, you also mentioned, and I think this is a very valid point, that, you know, viewing habits have changed dramatically in the last four years. I mean, hugely. Mm-hmm. It's not the same it's not the same industry even that it was four years ago, you know, with, with DVRs and with, you know, Hulu and with, um, Netflix and, you know, all these things have really, really changed the, the, the landscape, I guess, of, of TV viewing. So I don't know if you're ever going to see, you know, the, the viewing numbers that you used to see. Yeah. That, yeah, I'm thinking that too. So I've, so, cause I mean, I mean, look at the number of people. I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of people I've talked to that, um, they want to watch 24, but at that particular time or whatever, they're not able to watch it for one reason or another. And so they just DVR it and then they watch it later. And some of them haven't even gotten to it yet. So they're going to be sitting down and watching a bunch of episodes at once, um, right. which there's a bunch of people that like doing that because right. they don't like watching one hour and then having to wait a week. Right. They like being able to just sit down and be able to watch two, three, four episodes Marathon. in a row. Right. And so, and of course, I mean, I mean, when I started, that's, that's how I did it mm-hmm. because we came in a couple seasons in. And so we were just watching the DVDs. Um, and so we were just able to go through and just watch a whole bunch at one time. And so I think there's a lot of people that have that habit. And so, so they may be just waiting just so they can watch a bunch at one time. Well, and, and, um, you know, I think, you know, my family is a pretty good example. I mean, I, I'm a, I would consider myself a, a, Better than average 24 fan. I, I think I would say that. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I, we don't have we don't have TV. Um, you know, I signed up for Hulu Plus specifically to watch 24. Most people probably aren't going to do that. Some will. Most won't. So, I mean, if you're like me, and I think I'm fairly typical as far as, you know, a person these days, I don't even have TV. You know, all of my TV watching is done by Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um you know, or, or Amazon prime. So it's, I think that's certainly going to affect it. And I don't think one way or the other, we can really determine whether 24 is as successful as it was before. I kind of think it is, but I don't know. I can't, I can't tell. And I'm, I'm trusting that, you know, the, that Fox, it has a better finger on the pulse of, of t- television viewers and how that works. And, and that they'll make the right decision as far as if it's worth re- renewing or not. I certainly hope they do. Um, but, you know, I, I think they probably have a pretty good hold on that. And I think another we'll factor, another factor, too, I think, is the fact that the time that 24 is starting here just this last couple of weeks is the same time that a lot of shows are showing their finales. Uh, that's true. Yeah. And so a lot of people are tuning into the finales. And right. and so 24, I think, is kind of getting pushed to the background because everyone's wanting to watch the end right. of the shows that they've been watching throughout the whole season so far. Right. And so um, with a lot of those out of the way, I almost wonder if the if they're going to be going up a little bit right. here for, the, for the second half. Right. And, and I'm curious. I, I don't know when, you know, you and I talked about this. I don't know how they factor in, you know, Hulu plus views. And I don't know how they factor in, you know, going back and watching on Fox.com a week later. Um, it'd be interesting to see or DVRing, you know, all of those things, whether how those factor into the, the viewing. So, yeah, um, it's interesting, but anyways, that's neither here nor there as far as, uh, what Jack's going to deal with or has dealed with dealt with dealt dealed dealt dealt dealt. We'll, <laughs> we'll go with dealt Alex. I choose dealt for 500. Yes. Um, 
so day nine, two p.m. to three p.m. What do we think of that? I thought it was pretty good, and so, um, of course, I did a little bit of a recap just uh, yesterday. Right. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I think it was great the way that they were able to to make that. I mean, obviously, Jack was caught pretty quick, or um, yeah, he was caught pretty quick, and so they yeah. were on his trail and um, ended up cornering him into a room. Um, pretty quick but of course jack was able to um in his own fashion be able to secure the item that he was looking for that um that key card or whatever that was right i um i just need to mention this real quick before i forget it but you know they talked about jumping around times how they could do that Mm -hmm. they've gone hour by hour so far (laughs) they have and so i so I, i can't remember um I thought I saw somewhere, I think maybe after episode five jumping out or something or like something. that. They're going to, yeah, I can't remember for sure, but. Well, it's just having the opportunity or the ability to do so if they need to, I guess, too, as they're writing the script. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, uh, the one thing that impressed or not impressed me, but I noticed about Jack as we, as we're going through this episode is the fact that he's still the same Jack, you know, he's hardened and he's different, but if you notice, he goes to great lengths not to hurt people still mm-hmm. you know i mean over and over again i mean he clocks the guy over the head the the military guy protecting or guarding tanner um but doesn't kill him you know as he's you know after after that you know he gets the you know uh diplomatic security service guy's jacket but doesn't kill him um you know could have very easily killed him but doesn't um you know just puts him to sleep and lays him down to take a nap and uh, you know, goes into the the communications room and and again, you know, goes to lengths a couple times to tell the people I have no intentions of hurting you. I'm just they need to believe that I'm going to, but I don't intend on hurting you. He he sets up a you know that table so that when the door blows, it's not going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he still goes to some great lengths not to hurt people, and I think that's interesting because you know we ended last episode with him you know shooting people in the legs. And starting to wonder, is this a totally new Jack and just no regard for anything? But um, I I think he's certainly the same person, but um, he's kind of on the other side of Margot in that he'll do whatever it takes to get this information to the people that need it. Um, Yeah, I don't think he'd be willing to kill, at least not innocent people. Um, But but yeah, she's a Marines, but 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 I I think he's. Um, having to deal with his hands being tied, right? Um, as far as because I mean he doesn't. I mean he's having to do all this covertly on his own, basically. With I mean Chloe helping, right? Um, and actually even some sabotage going in on the background. Darn Adrian and so, <laughs> and so he's so he's having to do all that. So I mean he has to do what he has to do to be able to try to get this, right? And so. I I definitely love the conversation between Jack and Heller. Yes, that was good. And so uh, with the fact of um, Heller coming to him saying, hey, Jack, why didn't you just come to me in the first place? With <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved Heller's basically. He didn't admit to it, but he's like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I, I, I thought it was cool, the dynamic. I think I, I agree with you. That was a very cool conversation because you could tell – that while Heller obviously doesn't really want Jack around, you know, I, I was I was a little bit surprised with that comment right at the beginning where he's like, Jack, you know, I never thought I'd have to hear your 
your name again. And I liked it that way. Or hear you know, your and voice. Jack's, yeah, hear your voice. And, and Jack's admittance of, yeah, I understand that. You know, basically, I understand and, and I'm sorry. Because um, he understands. And I mean, he, you know, all the things that happened, I mean, he didn't want to hurt, he didn't want Audrey to get hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest about that. So he understands, you know, if, if Audrey and, and uh, President Heller don't want anything to do with him. He gets that. Um, and I think that was an interesting conversation because at the same time, even though Heller says that, Heller still can't wrap his mind around the fact that Jack's trying to hurt him. Right. He just can't buy that. Or that Jack could be a terrorist or, right. or anything like that. And it makes you, it leads you to believe that since his State Department named Jack a terrorist, it was more so for show. I, I don't think Heller ever thought he would catch Jack. I th- yeah, I think so. I kind of think yeah. I kind of think Heller is of the impression, like the rest of us, that if Jack doesn't want to be found, Jack's not being found. So right. by naming him a terrorist, it's kind of okay. Let's appease the people that said, you know, this guy tried to kill the Russian president. Blah 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 blah. Um, we'll appease them; they'll be happy because we named him a terrorist. But you know, he'll be able to, you know, go do whatever he wants, basically. Except right. obviously see his daughter and grandkids and yeah, <laughs> you know the normal stuff. But um, so I, I that was an interesting conversation. I was I was surprised that he so quickly flipped and took Mark's decision. Yeah, I, I think there was just enough doubt there. Yes. And of course, Mark was really pushing for that, and so um, and I, I love the fact that Audrey was. I mean, she didn't waver in her in her uh, defense of Jack, no, at all. Not at and so all. she was she was, so I was like, no, Jack wouldn't do that, and still hasn't. I mean, yeah, and so and, that so I mean, Heller started with that, but then Mark kind of pulled him over a little bit, and and so um, I, I think probably if Heller wasn't the president, he probably wouldn't have made that call, right? And I so think I think would. because of that, he had to play on the safe side. Right. And so um, because here we have the entire government against Jack and Heller stands up and says, oh, no, let's let him slide for a little bit. That right. probably wouldn't go too well. Yeah, so, I uh, I think you're right. And I think uh, I don't think it's evidence. I saw some people be like, wow, I can't believe Heller made that dis- decision. I don't think it's an indication of Heller's view on Jack personally. I think you're right. Um, and I hadn't thought of it that way, but, um, yeah, I think it's more of a, okay, well, he's made a valid point. Um, you know, we'll sort it out, but as of right now, you're right. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to, it's interesting to see that. I, I thought it was interesting. The conversation Audrey and Mark had right after that, where Mark's like, well, you know, I was gathering the facts and that's why, because, well, he says, or Mark tells Audrey, which I thought was hilarious. Um, that he could even try to say this to her. Well, you're just letting your emotional emotions get into this. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, who's the one that's, you know, completely threatened by the fact that her ex-boyfriend's back in town? Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> I can't blame him. Uh, <laughs> I would be scared if Jack Bauer was back in town and it was my wife's ex-boy- ex-boyfriend too. Yeah. I mean, how, do you, <laughs> how do you compete with that, really? <laughs> but... All that being said, I thought it was interesting that Audrey said, you know, who's letting their feelings come in? You know, how long did you know about this? And he's like, well, I was gathering facts. And she's like, BS. I'm totally calling BS on that one. Yeah. Just, I, just wait for that paper 
that he signed yes. in the president's name to come out. It's going to come back. And see Audrey's reaction to that. That <laughs> I don't, you know, we we talked about, you know, thinking that he was going to pull the, well, you know, you just don't remember doing this. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull that off. Yeah, I don't think so either. And so not. Not, not after what we saw. Yeah. yeah. And so I think whenever it does come out. It's going to be big. Yeah. And so. Um, because he just admitted that he didn't ever tell him about it. So now he can't go back and tell Heller. Oh, yeah, you signed this. Because right. he admitted, I didn't tell you till now. I was gathering information. Right. And you you can't tell me that that's not like a felony that you signed the president's name to something. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think he's in. Um, d- despite what his intentions are, right. um, uh, he he's definitely in for something big. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna make a difference. I uh, that'll be interesting. That's gonna that's gonna be the end of Mark Boudreaux, I think. Yes. At least the end of his relationship with Audrey, which I think is already kind of rocky. Yeah, probably the end of his career. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll be n- named a terrorist. Maybe. Probably he's not. Gonna become, he's going to become he'll the be next named Tony. an idiot. That's right. He's going to come back next season killing people. Um, what did you think of uh, Heller's speech in front of Parliament? I think that he was did kind very of the, well. That was kind of the big you know, cliffhanger that they left us with last week. Yes, so I mean, apparently, um, with the even with as rocky as it started, um, I, I I don't know how. I mean, obviously, we they didn't show the the in between. They showed where the people started just speaking out against him, and he was just kind of standing there. Um, the next time they showed it, he was giving it the speech, and everyone's quiet, everyone's paying attention. Then he finishes, and they applaud. Right. And so somewhere in there, he was able to be able uh, to be able to command their attention and be able to kind of push aside. I mean, from from what we could tell, kind of push aside their their doubts or their fears or whatever, at least give a little bit of something that, hey, we're going to be looking into. It's not acceptable what happened. And so it wasn't authorized by me. It wasn't authorized by the powers that be or, or whatever. And so we'd, we're going to make sure that we take care of what, what needs to be done. And, and so I think he, he was able to do that. So hopefully we'll um, from this point, be able to see that they're going to be kind of working in conjunction at least. I mean, there's probably not going to be like buddy, buddy kind, kind of relationship, but. And, well, I, I think that, I think he, again, it was evidence of him being very much like David Palmer. Um, you know, because they're all screaming at him, yelling at him and he didn't get defensive. He didn't start arguing with him. He just sat and listened to him and basically silently validated their concerns. You know, he didn't try to, he didn't try to, you know, push him aside. He didn't try to, you know, belittle those concerns. He just listened. And when they had finished and when they realized that they weren't going to be able to push him into something or push him into getting defensive, they shut up. And then that's when he basically said, look, I completely understand and nothing I say can bring those people back. Mm-hmm. However, you know, here's, you know, here's where we're going from now. You know, we need, you know, the threat is real. I do think it was interesting, however, in that that speech, he did not bring into a, into um, his speech any numbers. Um, you know, that was the big concern Mark had was that he misstated how many victims there were. Mm-hmm. And he stayed completely away from that, which was probably smart. 
Um, but I did, I did think that he was very presidential and, and did a great job. And I was really impressed. I was again, hearkening back to David Palmer, thinking that that's the speech David Palmer would have given, you know, he would have, you know, stood there very, um, very confident in himself and listened to them and then would have, you know, went on with his agenda and said what he wanted to say and not let their, you know, harassing him get in the way of that. And, uh, I thought he did a good job. I was impressed. Yes, absolutely. I'll vote for, I'll vote for him again, even with his all re-election. <laughs> yep. President Heller, 2016. Vice President Jack Bauer. That's right. That's right. I don't think it'll be Mark Boudreaux. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, so, now what about uh, Margo and Simone? Yeah, that's where I was going next. We have uh, them. We left last week with, um, you know, a little bit of. Um, discontentment between Simone and her husband um, over various things. Um, you know, Jack and I talked about this, how we had um, not only the fact that they're killing people, which he's certainly not okay with, but also the fact that she was obviously having um, relations outside of marriage, um, quote unquote, to keep her cover. So, you know, whether you decide that that's worth it or valid or not, whatever, but I don't think he really thought so. Mm-hmm. Um so you have that, and then you have him this time, where he basically says, "Look, I'm I'm leaving, <laughs> um, and we have a car, and and I'll help you." And you know, my initial thought was, "Oh man, his mom's gonna hear, her mom's gonna hear this, and this is just gonna not go well." And she may have, and was testing and waiting to see what Simone's response would be. Um, but anyways, in any event, you know, Simone goes to her mom and says, "Hey, you know, Navid is getting ready to leave," and. He wants me to go with him, but I didn't really want to go. It was just, you know, just because I needed him to think that. I would. And yeah. So, and begs, begs her not to hurt him, not to kill him because she loves him. And I can't remember if she agrees not to hurt him. I don't remember, but um, it, Something. I can't say that I was surprised. Well, I could see it going two ways. When Navid's like, no matter what you do to me, I will not pilot those drones. We're killing innocent people. Mm-hmm. And she said, I believe you. I expected, I expected, I almost more expected her to just pull out a gun and just shoot him right there. I, I kind of think that's what I expected. <laughs> um, but I was not surprised at the way she went with it. As far as, you know, we're going to do something to your yeah. wife. Yeah, that was painful. I did not expect the chisel. Um, that was impressive. Uh, that was new for 24. We haven't seen that before. <laughs> yeah, we've seen but, hacksaws that we've seen. Right? <laughs> outlets and <laughs> we've seen hands shot with guns, but never with a chisel and a hammer. Um, I'm curious. My curiosity to that leads to, does this, does this waver Simone's dedication? Does this make her less likely to, you know, believe in the cause seeing this side of her mom? Yeah, I, I I think it's probably gonna do something with that. And so I don't know if that's gonna cause her to um maybe try to tell someone something that's going on or her to try to escape or try to sabotage or I, I'm not sure. And so it'd be kinda interesting to see how that plays out. I, I think it I think it lessens her dedication to the cause. Absolutely. I, I don't think I don't think she has a dedication to the cause. I think she has a dedication to her mom. Yeah. And I think she's fighting so hard to be accepted by her mom and get approval by it from her mom. 
I don't think she really cares about the stupid drones. I think that's all Margo. And maybe your mm-hmm. son. It seems like your son might be in on that too and have that opinion. But I really, yeah, I don't know. I, and I wonder what that does to her relationship with her husband. I mean, is that going to um, deepen the relationship or is her husband going to say, look, you sold me out? Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. Or, or you deserve what happened to you. <laughs> Either way, um, it, it's going to be interesting how that affects all of those relationships and changes um, how that happens. So let's see. What else is interesting to talk about here? Kate. Did we talk? We talked about Kate a little bit, but um, Kate and Eric. What do you think about Kate and Eric now? I think they're BFFs now. They're BFFs. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're besties. Yeah. Well, I, maybe not quite, but I, Eric is definitely. I think we. Um, He's coming around. We kind of saw that last episode, um, episode three, um, when they were in the car and they were um, talking, and I, I think he was starting to come around um, with that. Um, but then in this episode, obviously, we can see him coming to her defense. Um, obviously at first when she went to crawl into the air vent or whatever that was, right. that he wasn't exactly for it, but he didn't stop her. Right. And so once she got in there, um, they, uh, the Marines said, Hey, we got, a we got something moving. And so, and so Eric says, Hey, that's, uh, that's Kate. That's, that's Kate. Uh, just, just let her Give do what she needs to do. And they said, no, we're going in, we're going to do what we need. We're going in and. So, but he was coming to her defense at least, and the Marines went to have Eric escorted out. But of course, I mean, he didn't get out um, right. entirely. But, um, but yeah. So I, I think he's definitely coming around. I think that there is um, a trust right. that is beginning to develop. And so, even though I don't think Eric really believes that Jack is good and trying to do the right thing. Right or or all that, but I think there's just enough that where he says, okay, let's kind of see where this goes, right? Because she's been right. She was right about Jack the first time. She was right about the um one drug lord guy, and all these different things. And so, well, let's kind of see where this goes. And so I think right. he's more curious, um, while this trust is being built, and so not quite to where it's like, yeah, she says it, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> I think you're right. I think he's I think he's realizing that Kate has a pretty good sense about her, as they would say, um, mm-hmm. that she she notices things that nobody else notices. Um, I think he's still a little more. I'm going to follow the rules. And I thought it was interesting too, along those lines of, you know, discussing Kate. I don't know what the guy's name is. I don't know if we've ever got his name. But anyways, the the Chloe O'Brien type fo- fellow at um the cia yeah that that's um, Kate. jordan reed i think jordan reed okay we'll call him that uh uh-huh. he <laughs> uh smart sophisticated cia computer tech yeah that's probably him um i thought it was interesting that he made the comment which i thought you know harkened back to several comments that have been made about jack and he's like you know if we had just listened to kate today things would have been a lot different <laughs> And Navarro didn't particularly care to hear that. No. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was funny because, you know, it's like that old joke where everybody's like, well, if, you know, everybody would listen to Jack Bauer, 24 would only be 12 episodes long. 
You know, it's it's kind of that same thing where he's like, look, she's been right every single time. And if we would have listened to her, none of this would have happened because she knew what Jack was going to do or had an idea of what Jack was going to do. So I think it's interesting that, you know, they really are playing her to be quite a bit like Jack. Yeah, they are even more than um, I mean, they, they did that with Renee, but even more right. so with Kate. Well, she's like already there. I think yeah. Renee was getting there. But you know she's already kind of there, and you wonder what she was like before that. Um, but I mean, there's so many things that you're like, wow, that's exactly what Jack would have done. That's awesome, you know. And and we'd mentioned before we started recording too that she says the same thing to Jack that Jack said to Tanner. Yeah. You know, when Jack's talking to Tanner, he says, "Look, the important thing is I believe in you, and I don't think anybody else does." And mm-hmm. then when Kate goes into the room, she he's like, "Why should I trust you?" And she's like, "Because I believe you." And, um, you know, that's basically, and, you know, we, we, we mentioned this too, is before we started recording Josh, that for some reason, Jack trusts Kate at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, from the beginning has pegged her as somebody that would listen to him, that he could, you know, reason with and explain what's going on. Um, now she's proven that that's not the case one time. And, you know, he knocked her out with a headbutt at that point. Uh, but you know, for whatever reason, he still partially believes her, you know, enough that he was, you know, willing to let her rather than the Marines come in, you know, and, and take him into custody, which I think he knew the Marines were just set on killing him. Um, so, I mean, that's really his only play. And I thought it was interesting. You had Chloe in the background saying, you know, listen to her, Jack, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I think Jack really trusts Chloe as far as an outside voice. Um, somebody that he can you know get a different opinion from or an independent opinion from Mm -hmm. not that he always listens to her (laughs) right but i I think he does value that and so when she says you know listen to him i think that was the final thing that pushed jack probably into saying okay fine this is my only way out um so that'll be interesting to see i'm really curious to see how they develop that you know the interaction between jack and kate in the following episode yeah yeah, it would be interesting. It's all odd because uh, I mean, it seems like they're like you said that there's that trust that's being built between them, where Jack is starting to trust her and she's starting to um, believe what Jack's saying, right? And this and so I mean, it could be a really good um, partnership. So right. another partner for Jack, um, but but yeah, so I, I think it would be really interesting to be able to see how that goes. She's she's gonna have to deal with Navarro though too, um, yes. Because I I would not be surprised if it gets back to she brings her back to CIA, and Navarro says, "Okay, you can go now. I told you you were here until Jack got in. We've got Jack. You know, don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, yeah. Um, and she's gonna have to fight with that. Like, no, I did this. You know, I can help. You know, I really believe there's something to what she's say, what he's saying. We need to find out what it is. Um, I'm curious to find out what they'll find on the the key card if anything right i i think it would be very 24-esque for the key card to have nothing on it um you know and i I think it was before we started recording that i told you that when cross sent that program i totally expected to like shut the entire computer down yeah the other thing now here's, here's something that i almost forgot to mention but the other thing i think might have happened there 
and Mark mentioned this, you know, when they're having that discussion with Heller about Jack, you know, the argument Mark made was he's a terrorist. He's working with Adrian Cross. He's, you know, they're just, you know, that's the group that, you know, re, you know, got all these top secret files and released them and put all these people in harm's way. My other thought was, what if that program is something that downloaded everything that was on that server? Hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past Adrian Cross to have something like that, obviously. Um, and I wouldn't put it past him to have that ulterior motive of, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Jack, we'll help you. Uh, we'll help you get that you know, released. And in the meantime, we're going to download everything that's in the U.S. Embassy. And then we can carry on with what we do. Yeah, that's true. In which case, Boudreaux comes back and says, I told you so. Hmm. You know, because now it looks like Jack was part of this plan to get in, you know, get access to their computers, download all the information, all under this ruse of, oh, yeah, there's something on the key card. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't even think I, of that. I think there's a better than good chance of that happening. <laughs> I, I, I don't know for sure, but I could, you know, it's something I certainly could see Adrian doing. He certainly isn't helping Jack because he likes Jack. And, um, right. So yeah, that's he made, out. Yeah. He, he said that. All right. He says, I'm not helping Jack. I'm helping you. Um, he said that's Chloe. Well, and he was way too willing to help all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like true. He did everything he could to get Jack caught. And then Chloe and Adrian have that little tussle right before that, where she basically says, get out of my face or something like that. Um, cause he basically tells her, you know, this is all your fault for bringing him here. Blah, 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 blah. And then, and then after that, he points out, "Oh yeah, it's going to take forever." Look, he's on a single core processor. And Chloe says, um, "Are you, are you being honest, or are you just saying that because you don't want him to succeed, or basically something like that?" Which was interesting that she had to ask because you would have thought she would have known that. So I almost mm -hmm. wonder if she was just saying that because she knows that that doesn't actually work. But then she—that's what she tells Jack. So I don't know. Hmm. But then all of a sudden, he's really willing to help. Oh yeah, I got a program we could send him. And it's like, hmm, I don't know that I'm trusting that. Hmm, interesting. We should take odds on that. Take odds so maybe Margot, Adrian Cross, and Mark are all working together to set Jack up. <laughs> yeah, independently together. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think everybody. It's interesting because I don't think we're gonna find, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Maybe we will find out that like Margo and Adrian Cross are working together or something, but I don't know that we're going to see like a one huge mastermind behind everything this year or this season. I think it's going to be more just how things, you know, end up falling together and people have kind of the same goals, but different reasons for those goals. Hmm. Yeah. You know, in, in, in years past, we've had like a, a Graham character or a, a Jonas Hodges character or somebody like that that's pulling the strings for everybody. Right. I don't know that that's going to happen this year. I don't know, though. I could be wrong. I mean, it, it certainly is not out of the realm of possibility for Adrian Cross and Margot to be working together. For all of his comments about not wanting to kill people, eh, I'm not believing it. Right. Hmm. Very interesting. But I could be wrong. It's happened once before. Yes. So... <laughs> So uh, what do you think, Josh? I, I want to know your prediction for next week. What's going to happen? Um, 
Well, um, of course, I mean, they showed the uh, the what's coming up next week on the at the end. Um, All the stuff that I don't get to see because of Hulu. Oh, that's right. So, um, so fill me in. What's coming next week? Well, I guess it'll have to be a surprise. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they did show a clip where Jack and Heller are face to face. Um, and there is a okay. mention about Jack. I think Jack requesting to be put back in. Okay. Or to be reactivated or maybe uh, or, or I can't I can't remember now ex- the the exact way that it worked out. But of course, the way they show it, you don't always know. I mean, there could right. be one statement said and then there's like 10 minutes later, right. the other one. But um, so they do meet they do meet face to face. Yeah, it yeah, it looks like they're face to face. So um I'm thinking what happens is that he's taken the in the custody um and taken to Heller to be able to have that face to face. Um and so I don't I don't know if it happens right away to where there's proof that's provided and and there's a and that Heller believes Jack or if there's other events that take place before that happens. And then um, they also do show um, where Margot makes a call and is threatening. Um, Hmm. And when she does that, she mentions that there's six drones Mm -hmm. that are armed. Um, Of course, we know that there's it's capable of doing 10 Right. So it makes me wonder if there's four that have already been launched, right? Or four attacks that, that four of them that have already attacked, and that there's six right. left. That could be. Um, or if she's just saying six, right? Has an ace so, up her sleeve for the other four, kind of thing. Right. Right. And so, um, yeah, and so it, so it, it'll be interesting to see exactly how that plays out. And so I, I don't know if that's all going to be in the very next episode or it's just what's coming up. Right. Very true. Um, what was I going to mention here as we're getting near the end? Oh, I, did you see, I don't know if you saw this shirt, uh, Josh, I saw a shirt on Facebook and ad for a Jack Bauer shirt. Have you seen this? It uh, says so. this, this is cool. And I'm, I'm going to promote this. I don't get any money from this, but I think it's a cool shirt. So I'm going to tell everybody about it. It says on the back, it says, always be yourself unless you can be Jack Bauer. Then always be Jack Bauer. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm going to get, I'm going to give, can I give the link out? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. So it's teespring.com, T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com backslash always be Jack, always dash B dash Jack. So I'm going to comment on here and tell them that, you know. I just shared it with him, but um, I, I thought it was cool. And at least you can go and take a look at it and see this really neat shirt. Cause I, I thought that was a really hilarious saying. Cause yeah, I agree. Uh, Always be yourself unless. <laughs> here, let's do this. Let's do, um, let's make a, an, an easy link. We can go um, the 24 podcast.com forward slash Jack shirt. Nice. Yes. So we'll just go ahead and do take that. a look. See what so. you guys think of it. I think it's kind of cool. So, so we'll, we'll do that and we'll have a link in the show notes as well. And so the 24 podcast.com forward slash zero four two. Nice. And so um, we'll have that there. And so um, last episode, whenever um, I was solo, I um, mentioned about going to iTunes 
um, leaving us a review. We'd definitely appreciate that. Um, also in Stitcher, be able to give us a thumbs up and also a review there. And so that will help the show to become a lot more visible. And so, again, we definitely thank you. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen. And so we know that mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of new listeners. And so yeah. we definitely appreciate that. Thanks for coming on board. Yes. And so um, definitely looking forward to that. I want to hear your um, feedback. So you can either do that through email, the 24podcast.com forward slash feedback, or you can um, hit us on Twitter or on our Facebook page. And yep. that can be able to strike up conversation as well, or even at the, on the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yep. The 24 podcast at all of those places. Yes. We'll get you there. We are the 24 podcast. There's lots of imposters now I've noticed. There's like the real UK 24 podcast. There's all sorts of them and that's great. We welcome all, but we've always been here. So just yes. saying hashtag just saying. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we'll see you next week, Josh. Absolutely. So we'll talk to you later. All right.